welcome to Sunday Funday, where every episode this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldrigger. And I'm your Ice Queen, Carolyn Crow. Today we'll be talking about Dolceza Peanut Butter Mash, and we are joined by a fabulous guest. Today's guest describes himself as an ice cream lover who usually has two to three flavors in the freezer at any time. In the 1990s, he worked for Giant Food as their ice cream buyer, and we're going to ask him about that in just a moment in terms of what that means from a practical standpoint. But he says his love of ice cream remains as strong as ever, so strong, in fact, that he and I struck up a conversation in a random D.C. cafe several months ago and connected on our mutual appreciation of ice cream. And he's a real cool guy with great taste. It's Adam Holsager. Adam, hello, welcome. Hi, Carolyn, how are you? I'm so great. Thank you so much for coming out this evening. Yeah, welcome. It's nice to see you again after our chance meeting. I know, that was a, a very random moment. I think I, it was before the podcast had even launched. And I was... Um, it was nascent, yes. It, yeah, it was It was just a little baby podcast. Anyway, you were nice enough when I said, oh, you want to be on a podcast? You were like, yeah, sure. So <laughs> it worked out perfectly. It's become quite a joke in my household because I don't listen to podcasts at all. <laughs> Gasp. My, my husband does all the time. So I come <laughs> home and I say, yes, who's going to be on a podcast? Oh my I God. I need to know, has he been on a podcast yet? I don't think so. Oh, man, wow. you're going to hold this over him for such a long time now. <laughs> get a little shirt. I've been on I've been on a podcast. <laughs> All right, before we get into today's flavor, let's have a little ice cream social where we dish about what's going on with us. Adam, we ask the one special question of every oh, yeah. guest that comes on, and it's very hard, and so you're going to have to think really hard about this. Cone or cup? Cup. Mm-hmm. Cup, another cup head. Jeez. Yeah, I'm a little messy with cones, and a cup lets me really focus on my ice cream. Love it. There you go. We we're split. We're a split family on that. She she's a cup person also, and I'm a I'm a cone person. You know, I I guess I always thought that I was a weirdo for liking a cup, but we really are getting a lot of cup people on the podcast. It's really changing my perspective. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have like a little tally board. I believe it's like four for cup and one for cone at the yeah. moment. So I'm yeah. definitely on the losing end of that. Yeah, I feel like with the cup also, I can, if I've got two flavors in there, I can kind of easily mm -hmm. dig to the one that's on the bottom and come back to the one that's on the top and get each one as I want it. And then a cone, I think you kind of have to eat it in order. Absolutely. That's true. I, I didn't think about that. You know, you guys are so practical with this stuff. <laughs> it's all very like, gotta have this in the space. Where's the whimsy, guys? The whimsy <laughs> of a cone. How many cone-shaped objects do you get to interact with usually? This is my one chance to have a cone. That's a good point. You have an excellent yeah. point. Marcello, Marcello yeah. what's going yeah. on Carolyn. with you? No, Carolyn, what's happening with you? I said it first. No. Oh, oh, what's happening with me? I went to a lady chef club meeting tonight and uh and that was really fun i'm in an organization called les dames d'escoffier international and uh it's for ladies in hospitality who want to uh gather together and get a drink and and that's what we did this evening and i met some uh members of the organization i'd never met before and I saw one old friend. And the funny thing was that we ended up having it at a restaurant in Silver Spring where I had worked 20 years earlier. Uh, that's what I did this evening. And it was really fun. 
And who did you see there? <laughs> uh, actress Patricia Clarkson was there having dinner. <laughs> Bearing the lead. No, that wasn't really the lead. It was just sort of the last thing we did on our way out. The chef was like, hey, you guys want to take a walk past Patricia Clarkson? And we were like, okay. <laughs> Is that like a service they offer? Oh, yes, our in-house celebrity, Patricia Clarkson, yeah, if you'd yeah. like to walk by her. Do you want to take a very casual walk through the dining room where you pretend to not look at this uh, beautiful Hollywood lady? Yes, we would like to do that. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah, it was fun. What about you, Marcello? What's up with you? What's up with me? Um, let's see. I've been playing, you know, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for a while with the group and um, our DM Cyrus, my good friend Cyrus, suggested that like for one of the sessions, you know, it's a very long ranging thing and you play over years and lots of sessions. He suggested I DM or, you know, lead the game for a session or two just to try to mix things up and it would still be in the same kind of world. So that's had my 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 creative wheel spinning Ooh. so i've just been trying to design a little little session a little you didn't campaign. tell me that uh, you saved it for the pod I saved it for the pod <laughs> i can do it too <laughs> well that's very fun i know that's a fun creative outlet for you you do any uh tabletop gaming adam what do you what do you got in the way of games oh no puzzles oh my gosh mm. we have a we have a cabinet overflowing with puzzles and puzzles underneath furniture. And I mean, the, the, the whole pandemic puzzle thing. Mm -hmm. So we do a uh, thousand piece puzzles, pretty much only thousand piece puzzles. And they mm -hmm. usually take a couple of days, though a recent difficult one took a week. Yeah. Um, and so we now what we need to do is go to Puzzle Swap. There's a puzzling game shop Ooh. on Capitol Hill. I don't remember the name on Pennsylvania Avenue. And they, I think it's monthly, host a swap. Mm. So I think we That's need cool. to go to that because we're overflowing. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. awesome. I also am a big jigsaw guy. Whenever I have the chance in my busy life, I try to do it. I'm the only one who does it. So it does take me, I only do a thousand piece too, but it takes me a little, a little longer. So <laughs> you have the more glamorous life. I'll give you that. So let's go over some ice cold facts about today's ice cream, Dolcezza peanut butter mash. Carolyn, what do you got for us? Oh my goodness. So we have talked about Dolcezza gelato before. Um, it is a fabulous brand local here in DC, but it is now available nationwide at your favorite gourmet grocery store. Oh my gosh. And speaking of grocery stores, Adam, we didn't yes, even talk. <laughs> we didn't even talk about your previous life as the giant food ice cream buyer. So go ahead and so actually, fill me out and tell us all about it. <laughs> so I actually worked for giant food for 15 years. Wow. I started in high school as a grocery bagger, standing outside the store, loading bags into people's cars, uh, freezing through the winter, <laughs> and standing behind the cashier, loading bags back when bags were paper. So uh, olden times, olden times. Old and olden times, right? <laughs> People would come yeah. up, open their carriage, and you'd put the, the brown bags in. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I worked my way up to buyer. And uh, during the time that I was a buyer, uh, there was about a year and a half that I was um, given the responsibility for the ice cream section, which was really fun. Cool. Uh, and, and how so many stores? Had, how many stores were you responsible uh, for? We had about 180 stores at that time. Mm. That's a lot. In the mostly in the Baltimore, Washington area, some in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, some in in down into Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm -hmm. 
And what was that like? What's 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 the ice cream biz yeah, what like do you do? that well, side of it, you know? So the buyer's biz and the grocery biz and the buyer's biz is uh, very high stress, very go, 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 mm. uh, very cutthroat between companies wow. and always looking to shave that last penny off, et cetera. But mm. getting to be the ice cream buyer, man, I had that high stress job, but at three o'clock in the afternoon when I had a little craving, I could go upstairs to our test kitchen and I always had something in the freezer. <laughs> the test kitchen. So you would try the individual ice creams like as so, part of the job? Yeah, manufacturers would come to me with new flavors and they would say, we have this new flavor and we think you need it. And I would evaluate it and give my recommendation and the actual final decision would be among myself, my boss, my boss's boss. And it would be whether or not we're going to carry it and whether it would be in all stores or not, because not mm. all grocery stores are the same size. Mm -hmm. So you may, you notice you walk into some stores and there's like a whole aisle of cereal. Yeah, limited shelf and space. Yeah. Store, you know, there's not as much room. So there's a lot less. So uh, we, we would have some things might go in only a dozen stores or in only 50 stores just to throw numbers out versus 180. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and so I would have to, on a daily basis, I would be evaluating our stock and, placing orders to come into our warehouse to then be shipped out store by store so that I would mm -hmm. have, my job was to stock the warehouse and the stores would pull what they needed. Hmm. Uh, so I sort of had both things, keeping, keeping replenished on the things we carried. And then basically twice a year, we'd have a big meeting to decide what changes to make. Hmm. In most categories in the grocery store, every six weeks, there's little tweaks and little changes. But in ice cream, mm -hmm. there's a big reset in March and then it basically stays until around September and tweaks happen then. But hmm. in between, very little change. Hmm. Interesting. I find it interesting. So subjectively, you you and like your bosses got to decide what the new ice creams were, just like you got to choose? Well, of course, manufacturers will come in with data. We have consumer surveys, consumer knowledge. Here's hmm. why this flavor is popular. I mean, I love adventurous flavors, um, but our number one seller was actually Briar's Vanilla. Always. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're going to a birthday party, what are you going to bring? Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. there's a simplicity or if to you're it. You're serving cake, and you need an ice cream beside that cake. What are you going to use? Mm. Um, that's a little different than the experience of just going into your freezer to scoop yourself something, or going to Jenny's or wherever. Mm. Sure. In the in the cutthroat world of ice cream retail, um, is there like? payola like are the are the reps coming in there and like <laughs> slipping you a little something here's an ice cream here's an ice cream sandwich for you no charge yeah uh, yeah it wasn't so much that uh -huh. <laughs> but in any industry when you're when you're a buyer you know you have money to spend there mm -hmm. are always things. so i used to get to go to baseball games oh see this was this was again in the older days uh -huh. Washington pre nats yeah so I would get to go see the Orioles, which uh -huh. was a real favorite. That was a lot of fun. There were other things that happened, but that was ice cream because it's not so much a need as mm -hmm. it's a comfort thing. Ice cream is something people are willing to spend more on. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's, a, there's a lot of funding there in ice cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. It's like a splurge item. So people are spending more because like, I'm just going to give myself a little, a little treat. Num, 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 num. Yeah. Have you seen the price of a Jenny's pint? <laughs> yeah, we, we've bought it. So yes, <laughs> fair point. Now, is there anything that you learned about the ice cream making process or how they develop flavors in their test kitchens? I mean, I know that this is, you know, 
25 years ago at this point. Ice cream needs to be kept at a colder temperature than other frozen foods. So Hmm. when you go into your grocery store, the ice cream and other products don't get mixed in the same freezer because Hmm. the ice cream freezer is colder. We also Mm -hmm. had our own ice cream manufacturing uh, facility, but I've Mm -hmm. never had a chance to to visit it in person. Mm. So like the giant giant brand ice cream, essentially, or? Right. So so, uh, that's actually, at least at the time, and I don't know if that has changed, but that was actually made in-house in Jessup, Maryland Hmm. uh, by Giant. Oh, that's interesting. Well, and apparently in some of the ice cream research that I've done in the past, you know, you've got your top 20 list of ice cream manufacturers and sure Ben and Jerry's is close to the top of that list. Haagen-Dazs is close to the top, but the number one ice cream brand is a private label. So yes. yeah, like any any store brand is still way outperforming all of those premium brands. So um, that's that's really interesting that they- and That also gets to the, the vanilla ice cream phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you buy something simple. For 20 or 30 kids, look at the price of a pint of Ben and Jerry's or this yeah. or that versus uh, the larger packaging of the store brand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, so that sort of brings us back to our friends from Dolceza, these beautiful hippies who uh, made good on their uh, whimsical upscale Georgetown gelateria. And now they're out there selling ice cream all over the country. Um, you know, I I don't have too much. I, I, actually, I have literally no research to tell you about Dolceza today, except I did find a nice interview with the uh, owner, Rob Duncan, where he talked a little bit more about the philosophy. The philosophy of Dolceza is be curious, be spontaneous, play with your food, support local farmers, and make exquisite gelato. And certainly, from what I've tasted from Dolceza and, you know, in the little bit of work that I did with them in the past, I think that they are definitely doing that. And I'm excited to hear what everybody thinks about this week's delicious Dolceza gelato flavor. So shall we start moving in that direction? I agree, but just to finish it off as a marketing writer, I gotta say it's a bit of a mouthful. I would probably cut a few words out of that, make it a little bit more pithy, but otherwise a good sentiment behind you, it. Yeah, you can punch it up for them. I'm sure they'd appreciate it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> give, give me a call, Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Duncan. <laughs> All right, we're almost ready for the flavor of the day, but first let's take a break. We're back with our guest, Adam Holtzager, and it's time for the main event. This week, we tasted Dolceza Peanut Butter Mash. But before we give our personal reviews, we always read the company's take on their product, or as we like to call it, the ice cream dream. Now that's what I call gelato, volume 21. Rich (laughs) peanut butter gelato, salty chocolate-covered pretzels, chopped peanut butter cups, grooving on monster waves of dulce de leche, Enter the mash pit and jam all night to the sweet soundtrack of an uncompromising youth. Aww. They always have some some good copy over there at Dolcezza. It's cute. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. 
if this is your first time, friends, listening to us here, the way that our review works is we each tried the ice cream and then independently scored them from one to five in taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal. We'll each go over our personal scores, then average them together, and that'll give us our final score. So, Marcelo, can you please kick it off for us? I shall. Um, this one was a real roller coaster. I got to say, I don't think I've ever been on such a roller coaster ride of an ice cream in all the ones we've done so far. Like every point, I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I was like, "I'm over here." I was like, "Okay." It was it was very interesting. It was a great choice, just a very dynamic choice. So that was that was a lot of fun that I, I had to keep it kept me on my toes. Um, I mean, usually I would go in order, but like I have to kind of start with the visual appeal. Uh, oh. Usually we start with taste and like I cracked it open. I'm usually the one who scoops it. And I cracked it open. I was like, whoa, look at this thing. Like it's an intense mix of things in there. Like just the peanut butter is just like big swaths of that in there. Maybe it's the dolce de leche and the big chunks of peanut butter mm -hmm. cups like chopped up. So it had that texture to that and the, the pretzels and then the, the base itself. Like there was a lot going on there. It was like very visually impressive. So I gave it a five. I don't I don't usually ice cream doesn't usually like rise to the occasion of visually appealing usually it just looks really good you know it's like oh i'd like to eat that this was like dang this is this is a rock star i think the copy is actually very <laughs> in, in tune with uh with the the actual thing that's happening in this ice cream which is very interesting well um, and especially we so often find that there aren't enough inclusions right at the top of the pint so the yeah. fact that you took the lid off and you saw immediately what you were getting i mean i was sitting right there and you yeah. definitely were like whoa it was like you had yeah. a spicoli moment for a second there <laughs> it was like oops all inclusions i'm like is there <laughs> ice cream in here okay uh, so not in a bad way it was cool yeah you've completely <laughs> gone off the rails and started at the end of our typical review are you gonna go backwards for the whole thing or what are you doing here? i am now i'm pulling okay. a carolyn and just blowing <laughs> things up randomly to confuse the other person other hosts right um it. yeah and so so yeah five for visual appeal and then uh for creativity i gave it a four i thought it was for the very same kind of reason it was very creative just again individually the components maybe aren't so you know dolce de leche is very classic and or pretzels or peanut butter cups but mm -hmm. they really did like rock star this i think that's the, the copy really does get to the heart of what's happening here they just like just slammed it all in there it's just like a mosh pit of like of, of like flavors and stuff in there so mm -hmm. and you know again i'm a big as a marketer i'm a big fan of really well-written marketing copy and i think the copy was really good and also very apt to what you're experiencing here so i think that those synergize very well mm. So I gave it a four for creativity. Now we're going to get to the parts that maybe aren't as glowing. <laughs> um, for texture, I gave it a two um, for all of the reasons. I know I, uh -huh. I debated between a two and a three a lot for all the reasons that were so awesome from a visual and creative standpoint. It was it was a real there was too much going on here. Not that mm -hmm. I don't need, I don't need simplicity either. I like a lot to be going on and, and you know, I can, I can handle it, you know, but <laughs> this was, this was just too unbalanced. There was just too much, too many like fighting flavors here competing against each other. Like I couldn't, couldn't like, usually with a base being kind of the heaviest thing that's in an ice mm -hmm. cream or at least the most plentiful thing you can kind of have that as a base and then the inclusions and stuff like that you're kind of working off of and like it's a little bit of a jazz and these notes are playing off of these notes but this was definitely just like punk rock just like everything was jamming this guy's screaming this guy's like just jamming the bass and the drums are just breaking the sticks kind of thing it was just <laughs> like 
pretty wild. And, and I would say like not in a way that I personally would want from an ice cream. So it was just a little over the top when I would have wanted a little bit more balance there. But it, it was um, and... uncompromising youth. Did that not <laughs> yes, dream uncompromising sure. youth? It did. It was it was like a youth was screaming in my mouth. No, it's a weird, <laughs> weird statement. But um, so as a parent, I probably have more, You've more of that happening. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for a taste, I gave it a three. Because um, again, you know, I, I, I like I like Dolce's is amazing. They make all of their ingredients are really well made. Again, it's just the taste was I couldn't get a bearing on what am I tasting? Am I tasting the Dolce de Leche? And now it's this and now it's that. And it's all at the same time and too much. Um, yeah, I feel like an old dad now. But you know, it's like, <laughs> you kids get off my lawn with your loud music. Um, but yeah, it was just a little too, too, too out there for me. And I, and maybe I wasn't prepared for that and couldn't, I couldn't find my footing with it and calibrate it. So, hmm. um, I gave for taste, I gave three texture two, creativity four, visual appeal five for a total score of three. Okay. I'm pretty surprised. I have yeah, to say. I, I told you it was a roller coaster ride. Usually wow. it doesn't, it doesn't happen like this. It's, it was like going to a, a loud punk rock concert. Well, it sounds like it was uh, the, yeah. it was the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster. It sounds like, I mean, you're really. The most punk rock band, <laughs> Aerosmith and their roller coaster. Okay. I'll leave now. Sorry. <laughs> Adam, how, what'd you think? So naturally I'm going to score a little bit higher. I'm, I picked this ice cream. It's one I really love. Um, I'm a big, I'm a huge peanut butter and almond butter fan. Mm -hmm. So even separate of ice cream. I just, I love peanut butter. And I find in peanut butter ice creams, they are usually very heavily chocolate. And I love chocolate, but I feel like the chocolate um, powers out the peanut butter. Sure. So I like that in this ice cream, while there are other flavors, including chocolate, they're not overpowering it. For me, I felt like the peanut butter base was, is the, is the original starting point, as you mentioned, is not too peanut buttery, definitely gives you a peanut butter flavor, a, a jumping off point. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that everything was mixed very well and evenly in the ice cream, giving you that, as soon as you open it, that visual appeal, you can yeah. see bits of everything you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So there are a bunch of things and, and so there's a swirl and two different inclusions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I hear you about it's getting a little complicated. For me, it works really well mm -hmm. because the peanut butter cup thing is really a, a standard like in a peanut butter ice cream and they did a good job and it's cut to sort of just the right size. Yes, I agree. And, and you do get slightly different stuff in each bite, which is something I really like too. You don't mm -hmm. want to get the exact same thing every bite. If you're going to get that, then just get an ice cream that doesn't have inclusions. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I, one thing I think they did extremely well is the pretzels. They're crispy. That's true. Um, and they're, again, cut to just the right size that they're not dominating anything else, but you get a good crisp in there. And that's something they've done in some of their other flavors too. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's something that very, they're very good at, at Dolceza. So yeah. getting into my scores, I gave it a five for taste because it, it met my peanut butter needs so, so well. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I had to give that a five. For texture, I gave it a four for somewhat a different reason. Than mm. I wasn't overpowered with any one thing, but I did feel like in a gelato, I kind of expected to just sort of melt on your tongue very evenly and yeah. not be too thick. And of course, this has the swirl in it and all of that. So there's a certain thickness. It, I wouldn't quite say gummy, but there's a certain thickness that 
um, is not a turnoff to me, but I had to give something like, it's not my perfect, perfect, perfect. Nobody exactly. Could ever yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it can't mm -hmm. be a five, then it's, so then it's a four. And that's not a bad thing. Five. Yeah. So for creativity, because they did put a lot in there, but it still made me love it. I gave it a five. Nice. Um, and, and uh, again, we're talking multiple inclusions and a swirl and all very well balanced. For me, the flavor was, was well balanced and didn't compete. Mm -hmm. uh, so I experienced a little differently than you did. Um, and then for visual appeal, I kind of went back and forth. I was between mm -hmm. a four to five and I was, I was thinking, well, you know, uh, it doesn't, it's not that it has something I've never seen before in an ice cream, mm -hmm. but it, it sure looks good as soon as you open it. So I gave it a five. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with a combined score on your weighted scoring of 4.7. That's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, food and ice cream, it's all very subjective kind of thing. You know, it's sure. just everybody's looking for a different thing that's in there. Like, you know, going into this podcast, like I didn't know that Cherry Garcia was going to turn out to be like, the 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 ice cream that I base all other oh. ice creams against, you know. And I'm totally with you, though. <laughs> I prefer the Cherry Garcia frozen yogurt to the ice cream because it's just a little tangier. Interesting. Um, Ooh, I would like I that tangier. Those, I love those big cherries and mm -hmm. little chocolate flakes and just enough color in the ice cream. Oh yeah, yes. that's that's a Hall of Famer. And there you go. See, that's the thing, you know, there's still like, that's, that's, this is the beautiful magic of ice cream is that there's <laughs> a lot of depth and complexity that you don't expect to be in there. Um, Carolyn, what'd you think? Okay. So I, like Adam, I am also a true peanut butter lover. I will say to anyone who will listen that I have peanut butter in my veins. Like it's just, my most dominant food group by far and that you know explains why our children basically live off of peanut butter and jellies and they will yeah. happily do that um so for taste i gave it a five i thought wow. that there was great peanut butter flavor in the base and the dulce de leche swirl was so perfectly not too sweet not too salty um the chocolate was perfect the peanut butter cups were perfect <laughs> um i thought the taste was fantastic for texture i gave it a four so i kind of agree with marcello that it was it was an oops all inclusion situation like oh boy <laughs> there were there was so much in there but they were all really good so i went back and forth between four and five on this for a while there's just so much texture and they were all perfectly executed except that peanut butter base like you mentioned adam it had i was getting like a little teeny bit of grittiness on it and i i think it's from the peanut butter you know when you're looking at the label it says that peanut butter is an ingredient but then the only ingredient listed for the peanut butter is uh roasted peanuts so that's all natural peanut butter that they're putting in there. And anytime you have an all natural peanut butter, it's going to have a little bit of that graininess to the texture. And I was getting that on the base, not perfectly silky smooth. So I, I dinged it a little bit for that. And just for like excessiveness of texture, I guess. Um, but I will say I was also really impressed with how crispy the chocolate uh, pretzel bites were 
Um, and the reason that you coat a pretzel in chocolate before you put it in ice cream is it's just going to turn into a soggy mess, but the cocoa butter and the cocoa solids in the chocolate enrobe those carbs and keep them safe from the moisture of the ice cream. So, uh, yeah, they're really perfectly crispy and a lot of really delicious textures in there. Just too many, a little too many textures. Creativity, I gave it a five, especially now that I know how much it inspired my husband with its uh, creative <laughs> marketing copy. I mean, you're talking about it being a rock star and uh, yeah, just just great job. Great job with the creativity. And truly, it it does taste like uncompromising youth. Like this is like yeah. my little baby pastry chef brain being like, what would be the most perfect dessert that I could make? It would have all of these things in it for sure. Visual appeal, I gave it a four for a very nitpicky reason. And it's because visually you cannot tell the difference between the chocolate covered pretzels and the peanut butter cups. So when you're talking about contrast when you're talking about just generally knowing what you're eating it would be cool if you could tell those two things apart somehow very very nitpicky but um my overall score I know I know I'm being I'm... I mean no I mean I was I was gonna um actually you just a little bit just <laughs> a little bit of an um actually I did have see the bites of the the peanut butter cup that had those very classic ridges on them, like from mm. you know being in, in there. So at that point, and maybe not every single piece is on the outer edge. So I didn't anyway, catch the ridges. It. I didn't see them. I must have been shoveling it into my face too quickly. So <laughs> um, my overall score is 4.6. All three of our scores together, we have a 4.1. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty that's good. A, that's a good ice that's cream. That's pretty good. And Anything me... that hits a four or over, mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty good ice cream. And let me say this too, when I was at my lady chef happy hour earlier tonight and I mentioned, oh, I'm going home and I'm recording a podcast so I can't get too drunk. Ha -ha. Um, so yeah. the, the I was telling them, oh, we're doing Dolceza. And one of the ladies piped right up and she was like, oh, my favorite, my favorite ice cream of all time is Dolceza peanut butter something peanut butter <laughs> yes and i'm like is it peanut butter mash and she's like yeah wow. so here you go shout out aviva uh yeah it's a it's a excellent ice cream lady chefs everywhere agree uh ice cream buyers everywhere agree uh marcello goldberger not so Just much buddy daddy marketer <laughs> the only people over here yucking the yum <laughs> yeah it's a good one, though. Thank you so much for suggesting it, Adam. You're welcome. Yeah, it was a fun one. All right, then that'll bring us to our next segment, the Wheel of Toppings. Carolyn, spin that wheel and let's see what we got this week. All right, I'm spinning our wheel with 33 toppings. What are we going to get today? Oh, it's... Not very exciting. Uh, well, I guess I'll let you all be the judge of that. It's chocolate yeah, don't syrup. Yuck our yum. It's chocolate, chocolate syrup. syrup. Yeah, chocolate okay. syrup. Hmm. What do you guys think? I think it's a yes. I think it's sort of a, a basic need for any ice cream that's maybe a little too boring. You can always mm -hmm. add a little bit of chocolate syrup. So I'm a yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly. I, sorry, go ahead, honey. 
No, I was just going to yep. say, I <laughs> I think the Dulce de Leche is such a perfect addition to this because since it's Dulce de Leche and not like a traditional caramel, it has such a smooth dairy consistency to it already, almost like a chocolate syrup consistency as opposed to a chewiness. So I, I feel like we're already hitting that texture and yeah, if we if we put chocolate syrup, the chocolate syrup is going to be disappointing, honestly. Like you're going to get the chocolate syrup and be like, what is this even doing here? There's so much other good stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, this is a hat on a hat on a hat. It's gilding the lily, certainly, to put anything more on this. And yeah, there's so much of that. Uh, it sounds weird, but wet texture already in there. There's already <laughs> some kind of like a, a, a syrupy, saucy texture in there. Um, and it's very, again, it's in such great amount they did mm -hmm. they did really balance each of the things is really in there so i certainly don't think it's it's lacking for either a texture or a, a t different taste in there so yeah let's say let's say no i think if anything we all agreed that this ice cream has a lot of complications and then mm -hmm. it maxed out it's either just right or slightly beyond for me it was just right Thank you so much to our guest, Adam Holsager. Adam, is there anything that you would like to tell our friends about? Any projects you'd like to mention? Where can we find you in DC? Recommendations. Well, uh, so people often find me because I own a custom window shade company, which has oh. nothing to do with ice cream. <laughs> that's, what I spend my, that's what I spend my days doing, uh, helping people pick window shades, blinds, and shutters for their home. What's it uh, called? So you... Uh, it's called Window Wears, window and then W-E-A-R-S, like you wear your clothes. Mm. Uh, mywindowwears.com. Or if you like Yelp, you can go on Yelp and put window coverings and wear a five star so you'll find us quickly. Uh, we service DC and the inside the Beltway neighborhoods in Maryland and Virginia. Thank you so, so much for uh, chatting with us this evening. Uh, this was super fun. And I hope that we'll see you in DC for some ice cream sometime. That sounds great. I mean, if you want to come to my place, there's always ice cream here in Bloomingdale. All right. Love it. We're in. Uh, thanks again, Adam. And thanks to all of you for listening. Before we get to the last bite and reveal next episode's flavor, it really helps other people find the show when you review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to get podcasts. So how about you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review? Also, we'd love to hear your suggestions for what flavor to try next. DM us on Instagram at Sunday Funday Podcast or email us at sundayfundaypodcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and Funday with a Y. And why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? So next episode, we are going to be tasting a favorite of Midwesterners everywhere. People from Cincinnati have been coming out of the woodwork to tell us about this one. And it is Grater's Black Raspberry Chip. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, that'll put the cherry on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. Reminding you to always live life a la mode. Bye.